0: It's the WGU Alumni Podcast, the podcast all about night owls and their noteworthy accomplishments. Join us as we feature our alumni and share ways to help you stay engaged.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the WGU Alumni Podcast. It's Jeff and Sarah back with you, and we've got another great episode dialed up for you today. Hello, Sarah Van Winkle.
0: Hi, Jeff Burton. How are you?
1: I am well. I know being in the booth, the virtual booth with me is probably, I don't know. I mean, it's got to be one of your favorite things, isn't it?
0: I mean, sure. it's one of my favorite things. It's even more of a favorite thing because we're not in that old tiny booth that we used to have to record these in. I'm glad now, of <laughs> course, during this pandemic era that, you know, we're we're doing these remotely. But I'm looking forward to getting back in the studio, the new expanded studio that Bethany and her team, our producer, run. And it's going to be great when we can get back in there.
1: But, yeah, I love doing these. It'll be great. And I as well. These these are a lot of fun because, again, we get to showcase and highlight great graduates that are doing amazing things. And we've got Debbie on the episode today. She is an inspiration. I wanted to kind of tease her story a little bit because it's all about giving back. It's all about being a good example, leadership, being a mentor. And, Sarah, this is something that you've really stressed on our team, and you've really brought it, I think there's 11 now on our team, and the importance of having a mentor. So I'm curious, why is the topic of mentoring so important to you?
0: Well, first, Jeff, I have a couple things I want to say before I jump into that. One, you should probably know how many people we have on our team. And two, Debbie's story, just I can't wait for people to hear her story. It is amazing. And again, as you and I talk about almost every podcast, this is literally why we do this—to showcase not only the talent, but just the scope of all the things, the people, the organizations, communities that our graduates are are touching, you know, inspiring and bettering. If I can be so bold as to say that. So I love talking about this. And mentoring, as you have said, is one of my favorite things to talk about with the team. I am pretty sure that some folks on the team are tired of hearing me talk about mentorship, but I feel like it is one of the most important things that a person can have both in their professional life and their personal life. Um, I personally have four mentors that I, I, I don't want to say I rotate, but you know, they, they each give me a different perspective. They each have different backgrounds professionally and personally. And I just think it's so great to be able to have these folks that I can text, I can call, I can email and say, Hey, what do you think about this idea? You've kind of had an experience like this. Do you have any advice or Hey, I really had this this cool situation come up today, but I need help handling my response or something like that. Or there's so many different examples I could give. But yeah, I really, as you can tell, I'm passionate about this. And I wholeheartedly believe in either being a mentor yourself and having uh, mentees and being able to share your experiences, how you've been able to grow over the years and what you've learned. It's so important to be able to pass that on and help others coming up through the ranks, if you will.
1: No, I totally agree, and I I think one of the aspects of mentoring that I find fascinating is I, I love mutually beneficial relationships, mm-hmm. and I swear as a mentor helping, you're able to, in a lot of ways, give back, right? We We've all, in our careers, had people help us, and so part of it's giving back, but I also believe that the mentor benefits, like I think it helps them professionally to say, what advice am I giving, right? And how am I helping? And I just think it benefits them. And, and then clearly, I mean, it benefits the, the mentee, the mm-hmm. person that is receiving the the wisdom or the information or the instruction, because right there's a problem that they need help solving like you've indicated or they've got a, a situation and they're reaching out for advice so i just i love the whole relationship both sides of it it's it's really really cool and as somebody who has had wgu mentors and have benefited from my weekly calls with my mentors and then have had mentors currently in my day-to-day work it's it's always great to just have you know a friend a, a colleague a peer a trusted Confident that I can reach out to, it's it's super helpful and and a great resource for success.
0: And the really cool thing is that it's not one sided. As a mentor, I learned probably just as much through my mentee, like they teach me just as much as hopefully I'm teaching them. And so I love that aspect about it as well.
1: Absolutely. So Sarah, I think we better dive into the episode. Again, Debbie, you're going to love her story. You're going to be amazed at at some of the things that she's been able to overcome and how she's giving back and how she's trying to be that guiding light to help people beyond her. So, what do you say we uh, jump in and get started? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Raised in Nepal, WGU student Devi Puriyar is fueled with the desire to give back and help the next generation. She's seen firsthand the importance of compassion, good leadership, and the power education has on changing lives. She enrolled at WGU in June 2020 in the Masters of Management and Leadership program and soon plans to return to Nepal with her husband to open a school that helps underprivileged kids. It's a great honor to have Debbie on the podcast. Welcome, Debbie.
2: Thank you very much. I really appreciate this opportunity for me to share my story with you all. Yeah, I'm grateful for it.
1: Well, thank you for making the time. This is excellent. I've heard a lot about you from your program mentor. We know that you've got a great story, as you can kind of hear from the bio that I just read. So we look forward to hearing about how the program's going for you and what your plans are. So we're going to dive into that, but we always like to ask our first question of our guests because we've got students from around the country and, in your case, from around the world. So, Devi, I'm curious, what is your favorite thing about Nepal?
2: It's a great question, and I would say this is also a very big question for me because um, I like many things about Nepal except the level of poverty and then the lack of leadership. We have not been fortunate to have a good leader in our country. I love my people, my country a lot. My heart aches seeing them struggling to provide even the basic needs. And I was one of them for many years. My favorite thing about, about Nepal is natural beauty, culture, and traditions that unites us.
1: Debbie, that's that's great. That's awesome to hear.
2: Yeah, so the most important thing is the sense of community that we feel We do have a lot of ethnic groups and different languages. Uh, When you even visit Nepal, you are never alone in Nepal because people are very kind and loving. So I love that aspects about Nepal because you are never alone in that
1: country. That sounds wonderful. And and I'm curious what brought you to the United States uh, in the first place.
2: I am always passionate about learning and growing, and I think the most important things that I decided to come to the United States was my strong desire for higher education and to have an international experience so I can learn and grow and contribute back to my country.
1: Well, that is great. And again, as as I've gotten to know you a little bit uh, better over the last uh, couple of months, I've really been impressed with your desire to give back. And I know that we're gonna jump into that here today. And again, that just stands out because you're using education to really help benefit and lift people, as I mentioned, you know, from those underserved populations, from underprivileged people. So I wanna ask you, as we kind of get into the interview here, I'm curious, how has your overall experience been as an immigrant?
2: This is a very important question for me. This country has given me many opportunities to learn and grow, and I'm very grateful. However, sometimes I wonder whether if I would get these opportunities or not, if I wasn't qualified or hardworking or disciplined. It is not easy to be an immigrant in this country. I really have to prepare myself to listen to all kinds of comments, critics, and even answers to questions that are silly or you know, unkind. So for many Americans, I'm invisible. That's what I have experienced. And Mm -hmm. I have to prove myself that I'm part of I'm part of this country or part of this society. At the same time, I want because I want to feel that sense of belonging. So it's not easy. I would say Uh, I'm grateful for this opportunity.
1: That's important that you're sharing this. And I would imagine that that provides extra pressure on top of you to feel like you have to measure up.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I have to. It's like a, when I was applying for different jobs and things like that, I really have to, like, in a way, the word was overqualified. Even though I, I would be overqualified in my country, here I would be the average because I'm an immigrant. And um that's what I have experienced. And sometimes it's kind of sad why yeah. I have to put extra work or why do I have to do extra training or things like that, even though I am qualified and capable and, you know, it's, it's not easy to be an immigrant in this country.
1: Oh, I, yeah, I can't imagine that. And uh, we, again, appreciate you shining a light on this and we we hope that you feel nothing but love and acceptance and support from WGU, from the university, from, you know, the mentors and the the resources and, and teams that provide support. How have you been accepted here at WGU?
2: WGU has been one of the best experiences since the very beginning for me. After my bachelor's degree, I was trying to fit in and trying to go to my higher education. It was Um, To be honest, WGU was not even in my list when I was applying for different universities for my master's degree. And there was so much extra works, extra paperwork to do for being, being an international student or immigrant. And WGU, even though it was extra work for the staff, they always communicated with me. They showed their love and respect where I come from. And My enrollment counselor, she was amazing. She always called me, Debbie, are you doing okay with your paperwork? Can I help you? And that made me feel like I I think this is the right place for me to go in terms of not only the education, people are kind, but also the cost-wise. It was just uh, perfect for me. So I decided to join, and I'm absolutely loving it.
1: That is great. So I want you to elaborate a little bit more about really the motivation for you to get this degree why you enrolled at WGU in the first place and then we touched on this a little bit earlier but what what are your plans post graduation
2: the reason i joined you know WGU is of course i have a passion for education and also i was looking for the right degree and management and leadership is the perfect degree for me because I want to go back to my country and help my country in terms of education, in terms of leadership or overall giving back to the society. And WGU has been perfect. And I'm so grateful for all the staffs, all the uh, course instructors and, you know, people who work at the WGU. I have always experienced acceptance and kindness from each of them. Um, So I I can't wait to graduate and, you know, give back to my society.
1: That's great. Now, how is your degree helping you uh, already?
2: First thing, in every class that I have enrolled, I've learned about leadership, about management, about change and how to prepare myself professionally. And each class has taught me to become a stronger, better person in terms of becoming a future leader. I'm striving every single day to become a leader, which means as I learn those courses, I try to apply it in my everyday life when I make decisions, when I, you know, choose even different jobs that I'm interested to work or when I am in society, how I can serve these people because this course has helped me. I have to say that I'm not a very average student in terms of grade, but I'm excellent. I would like to say um, I'm excellent students in terms of applying and learning the principles of leadership and management and team building and giving back to the society.
1: Well, Debbie, in my opinion, I mean, I think that's really important, right? That's where, as they say, where the rubber hits the road. And so, That's excellent to hear about your success applying that. I want to get into that topic of leadership here in a minute on uh, this podcast episode. But first, I wanted to ask you about your relationship uh, with your mentor. How is that going so far?
2: Oh, my mentor, Dr. Amy Mullins, she is amazing. She is great. Uh, She has become my academic best friend. You know, we have a weekly calls. And if we try to make it in the same time, we talk and she tracks my progress, my academic progress, and gives me advice that's best for me and how I can be a successful student. And it's not only, you know, she tracks my academic progress. She also asks me how I am doing emotionally, physically and socially and, and things like that. I just felt I had built I have found uh, another family members because uh, my relationship with my mentor is amazing. And uh, I just look forward to talk to her every week. And she's just amazing.
1: That's so great. Yeah, Dr. Mullins is is an amazing mentor and does a great job for you and for other students as well. And I'm curious how that relationship has shaped your view of mentoring or helping others, especially as you look at opening this school for underprivileged
2: oh that's the foundation for me you know when i have been in the united states at least for um 6 years now and i have had the opportunity to meet great leaders and mentors and when they believe in me and my skills and my knowledge i feel empowered that i can do more i can contribute more or i can become a better Human being, and you know, academically, I can success more. So, I think having a mentor in our life is crucial for me because without my mentor's guidance and support, I don't think I would be able to have academic achievement. And especially during this pandemic, it has been very difficult for me, and of course, it has been difficult for many of us. But, if yes. you know that there is someone that's helping you, listening you, you know motivating you all the time that boosts your energy, and I am so grateful for that opportunity and the the relationship that I have with my mentor, yeah, when I go back to my country, first thing I will probably do is become. Their best friend, try to become their friend and, you know, mentor them, motivate them and see their capacity, you know, their strength yeah. so I can better serve them.
1: This is great. And with this in mind, from your perspective, why do you think it's important to have good leaders?
2: Thank you for asking this. This question kind of frustrates me and gives me hope at the same time. Because the reason it frustrates me, because we lack, we are lacking in this world to of having a good leader. And on the other side, it gives me hope because I am striving to become one, you know, one of the leaders, one of the future leaders. And it's just so sad uh, to experience how we all are, you know, craving in a way, hungry to see the good leaders and the world is in dire of good leaders. And sometimes I even wonder, like, you know, Mahatma Gandhi or Gautam Buddha or even Mother Teresa, I wish they would have born in this era. We really need them now as compared to their time. We all have experienced There is so much violence and hatred and discrimination.
1: Yeah, with, yeah. I completely agree uh, but I would add that I, I wonder if those w- inspiring motivational leaders that you mentioned, mm-hmm. if they were called and needed in their time to help prepare the next generation of leaders, uh, people such as yourself, to go back to your home country and really make a difference. And so while some of those leaders today might not be you know, known as as broadly as, say, like a Mother Teresa, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the work that you and I do that are uh, students and graduates at WGU and, and other institutions of higher education. I mean, the, the work that we can do all mm-hmm. collectively, I think we uh, certainly can have an impact. And uh, again, I think you are a wonderful example of somebody making a difference in people's lives.
2: Yeah, that's absolutely like, you know. They have been already taken. There is Mother Teresa already, you know. There was, and she has touched the entire universe with her service and love and kindness. I think, yeah. but the Devi hasn't taken. I'm still Devi. No one can <laughs> be another Devi, right? Learning from that, there, you know, examples, and we all can play important role in a way where we can better serve. I, I want to be Devi and try my best to give back to the society and just the way, you know, many educators have contributed their time and talents and skills. And I'm not trying to say here is like we are, we don't have any good leaders. We do. We do. But I think at this time, the things that we are experiencing in this world is I think we need a little bit more, you know, like leaders who recognize the sense of urgency
1: I completely agree with you. There definitely is a need and it's a growing need. Absolutely. For sure. So I'm curious, why do you have a desire to work with youth?
2: You know, they are the future. Almost everyone says they are the future because most of the time they easily accept uncertainties and willing to change. We all have our own foundations of culture, tradition, beliefs, and foundation, even the educations. But I think the youth, when we focus on the youth, they could easily be the spotlight of our society because they carry education values, perspective, and education from around the world because of the technology that we have. And they have the mind and passion and commitment to transfer the society And at the same time, I believe in them, you know, I are the future of our nation, believe in them. And I absolutely love working with them as well. And because I see the potential to just like we said earlier, they could be another leader.
1: Yes. Now, to take that a step further. What do you think is the most important message or principle that you could share with the underprivileged who you will associate with?
2: As you know that you know, I was also one of the underprivileged. Um, I have to fight in the society for many years, and I'm still uh, fighting. Uh, But I think the most important message or the principle that I'm I want to share is: you are loved, part of this world. I I believe in you that you can make a difference with your stories, your struggles, your unique life experience, and I. Just don't give up. Be consistent, be committed, and follow your passion. That's the message I really want to share with them because they can make a difference.
1: Debbie, this has been so great having you on the podcast. We appreciate your time and really sharing your journey with all of us. All the best to you as you continue to make a difference in the lives of so many and I'd like to if you're okay I'd I'd love to give you the final word kind of as we conclude the interview.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, my final word is, you know, I'm so grateful in my life. I have been blessed during this pandemic, one of my list everyday list was to count my blessings and how grateful I am. Counting those blessings has helped me to move on and I'm grateful that you um, gave me this opportunity to share my story.
1: Sincerely, thank you for doing that. And we hope that you'll keep in touch with us. And we'd love to provide an update to our uh, student and alumni audiences in the future as you, uh, again, conclude your program and and head back to your home country to make a difference as we've kind of outlined here today. So do you mind doing that? Do you mind staying in touch with us?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, this uh, university has, you know, given me, one of the biggest opportunities in my life to learn and grow. That's yes. Always. I will keep in
1: touch. We would love that. So I have one final question. I gave you the final word, but I want to add a final question. So when you are not working on your schoolwork or focused on, you know, work or your education, what do you like to do for fun?
2: There are so many things like my teachers back home. They, they like to say Jack of all, master of none, <laughs> you know, I like to paint. I like to read. I like to play ping pong. And one of the things that I do weekly on a weekly basis is write gratitude notes or letters to my friends and families from around the world. One of the things that I did last week was I haven't been touched with one of my teachers for 15 years besides seeing them in the um, social media. I write them gratitude letters expressing how thankful I was because of their example. So, and I count my blessings every single day because I want to be happy.
1: Debbie, you're the best. This, this, that's so sweet of you. And we just, we love your personality, just your humility uh, what you've shared about gratitude. And I, I think you um, certainly have taught me a lot. And I think you're a, a wonderful example to all of our alumni out there. So thanks again and and all the best to you as you continue and conclude your experience at WGU.
2: Thank you very much. And thank you for having me You know, for this um, podcast. I appreciate it a lot.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Debbie.
2: Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the WGU Alumni Podcast. To learn more about WGU Alumni and commencement, visit wgu.edu alumni. To learn more about anything you heard on the podcast today, visit wgu.edu podcast. This podcast was produced by the Alumni Relations Department. Special thanks to producer Bethany Tucker from the WGU Production Studio. And thank you to our alumni network, now more than a quarter million strong and growing.